Hello, my name is Conrad. My favourite podcast is The History of Rome by Mike Duncan, and you're listening ahead. Hello there, I'm Alex BC, and you're listening ahead. This is the show that just can't help itself jumping on stage, grabbing the mic and asking the crowd, so, what's your favourite podcast? This week we're talking music, but before we do, let's find out who made it past security to get to the backstage snacks. This episode, it's Australia's number one Dolly Parton fan and our fave nine-to-fiver, Alice Hamilton. (laughs) Hi. And the man who may look like Chris Martin, but who I can assure you is a much better dancer, Ollie Munch. So, friends, here in the room, what have you been listening to this week? Ollie? Okay, so this week, download this show. Uh, which is an Australian podcast. It's um, from the Radio National uh, team, and it's hosted by Mark Fennell, who most people might know as that movie that guy movie from guy. Triple yeah. J. Yeah, for sure. It's like a tech, social media, digital culture kind of show. They cover things like Twitch, which you know I've always heard about but never really knew. What is what, what is involved. Twitch? It's like a YouTube where you watch other people play video games. Literally? Oh, Literally. Okay. And it is turning into this massive Because kids watching world. people play Minecraft is, like, huge. Really? Jump on Twitch, friends. It is <laughs> mind-blowing. And, Alice, what have you been listening to this week? Since we've launched our podcast, we've been getting a lot of people coming to us on Twitter, particularly asking us to listen to their podcast. So the first one was um, a podcast called Wooden Overcoats, which is a fictional podcast. It's the same story continued week through week, and it is a sort of quirky tale about an undertaker in the Channel Islands. And, you know, it's 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 like a radio play. It's very, like, lovely to listen to, and I haven't listened to a lot of fictional podcast before but I really enjoyed this one so get into it. Nice one. Hey those guys. Okay so let's get into it. This time we're mixing it up a little and I get to talk about one of our long 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 time faves. It's Song Exploder. My name's Rishi K. Shirway. You're listening to Song Exploder. So the background, it's hosted by Harishi Kesh Hawei, and he invites musicians or bands or composers onto the show to explode one of their songs and to explain how the pieces all come together. And it's very, very satisfying listening. Would you guys agree? Oh, yeah, definitely. You mentioned that you wanted to do a show on it. I started listening and, yeah, I am absolutely hooked again. And now more so than ever where originally I would just listen to, I'd pick out songs that I knew or artists that I knew. And now I'm finding it as compelling with stuff that I've never liked or, you know, heard of. So yeah, I'm back, baby. I'm back. Awesome. Alice, you're an avid music lover and clearly there's a bajillion more in this country who also love Song Exploder. Why do you think this podcast is so popular? Um, my, I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Like, I I do love listening to music, but I feel like this podcast is the ultimate watching the sausage get made. And it, it makes me, I, it just makes me really uncomfortable. Do you not love it? No, <gasps> no. I, it's not that I don't love what goes into it. I just don't like listening to it because I don't want to know what janky mess goes into making a song and who's got like a spreadsheet of rhyming words that just make up a nonsense lyric. Like, I like to be swept into the romance of it. 
Okay, but what what if <laughs> doesn't that depend on the episode? Doesn't that depend on the episode? If you're hearing a story about the about a romantic song writing story. The first one I listened to like was The Postal Service, The District Sleeps Alone Tonight, which is a song that I really enjoy. And I actually had to stop it halfway through. Like I was like, this is ruining this song for me. Like what do you, what is it that you love about it? I love it on a on a couple of levels. I love it intellectually because I love the idea of of finding out the backstory to a song. I love the narrative, but I just, I really love it. Like having binge listened to this over the last week, the back catalogue for this show is absolutely amazing. And there's such a range of ways that people write music and are inspired to write music. And then one of the other moms was there and said, oh yeah, my husband has two names for me. And the second one of which is Drunk Dory, because when I drink, I'm tons of fun. So my songwriter... Radar started beeping like crazy. Summer Elaine and Drunk Dory. I put it in my phone and ended up in my spreadsheet. And then I've worked I out that this show this has a formula. Progression and this melody. It gives the briefest know. little taste of a song while Rishi gives a few lines of history, and then he throws to the artist and basically gets the hell out of the way. Alice, what's your take on why he so consciously makes the decision to exclude himself? from the podcasts. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure because I think that he would have really valuable input as a um composer and songwriter himself and he's clearly asking really great questions because the answers that he's eliciting are really good and really compelling and the the structure of it flows really nicely. Yeah. Um so I find myself sometimes being like, "Oh, I wonder what question he was asking to get such a great answer." Yeah, I mean the res- the result of it is that it creates a pretty intimate environment with the artist and the listener so it's like this you know very intimate uh, you know 10 minutes of conversation almost feels one-on-one my take on it is it is that also it's pretty crowded in there because there's always at least two characters in every episode there's the artist and then the other character in the podcast is the song and they have a conversation back and forth between the artist and the song dave is the one who suggested we we change the tempo a little bit it was only like one or two BPM that we sped it up and we landed on and wanted it to be the exact tempo of Dancing Queen by ABBA, which it is. And also we recorded the same piano part from Dancing Queen in the song. You can't really hear it, but yeah, but it's, it's definitely in there. there at the end. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I asked you guys to listen it's to two episodes this week. The first was Aussie songwriter Courtney Barnett's song "Depreston," and second was Weezer's <laughs> song "Summer Elaine and Drunk Dory." Um, these two really lay out two very, very different songwriting slash problem-solving processes. If you haven't heard the episode yet, Courtney's song seems to sort of organically spring from a lived experience. Basically, she's house hunting, she goes to an open home in the morning, has a conversation with a real estate agent about the deceased estate that they're viewing, and then coming home in the car, the idea for the song comes to her, and that afternoon she's playing around with her guitar and it all just sort of flows out of her like a fully formed entity. We were looking at the house as a property, not as someone's home and the kind of nostalgic memories that go with it. And then when she said the thing 
you know, like you could just knock it down and build a bigger one or a better. She said that, so that instantly stuck in my head and it's such a kind of throwaway comment that has so much kind of built into it. Yeah. I'm not a musician, but that sort of fits with my worldview about how songs are written. Alice, is that how you thought that songs were written too? I don't know. I'm always surprised that he's found this many people who've written their own songs to make a podcast about because, like, it is quite impressive in this day and age that you've got this many people who have actually written their own songs. Like, I fucking love Beyonce Lemonade, but that bitch has got, like, 35 songwriters or something on the album. Um, (laughs) She's she's not getting on Song Exploder. So, you know, like, I, I think that, yeah, I probably thought it was much more depressed than I thought it was Weezer. Well, I think it probably is. <laughs> I think Weezer's approach would be pretty unique in in the artistic world. It seems it's almost like a, I don't know, like a business that he's running. You know, he's hearing catchphrases or you know words that he thinks, oh, that that's cool, and then he writes them all down in a spreadsheet and he indexes everything, and then you know it's just this wacky process that I was listening to it thinking. This sounds like a lot of work. Uh, it was yeah, mental. No wonder those songs don't make any sense. Well, I was kind of offended when I heard it, to be honest. I was so offended by the lack of narrative. That's all I care about with music. And the fact that he admitted that he just completely faked the entire narrative just drove me completely up the wall. It sounds like something happened in my life and then I observed it and then I wrote a song about it and it's coherent. There's a beginning, middle and end. And... That's totally not the case at all. It's um, all each line is from a completely different place, and I just reassembled them in some order that suggests a story that never happened. <laughs> it's a crazy way to write. Our intro music is called Squeeze It. None of our listeners have actually heard it in its full-length glory, but it gets even catchier. Ollie, your lady back, you wrote the song. Is the backstory to squeeze it more like a Weezer or a Courtney Barnett experience? Yeah, so Squeeze It's probably 10 or 12 years old now. Um, I was writing music full-time at that stage, and something like this would have just started with a drum loop. And on top of that, I would have added a bass and maybe some melody blips and blops. I was listening to a lot of electro-pop at that stage, so I really liked those squelchy sort of bass noises and computer game sounds. So on top of that, I added a vocoder, which is a synthesizer that makes your voice sound like a robot. Is that you singing? Yeah. And the lyric of Squeeze It, I think... My wife and I had just got a dog and I think one night she was just saying, you know, how she she liked to squeeze the dog because she was so cute. <laughs> Which is completely bizarre. Yeah, I was never much of a lyricist. I've got one for you. If they did a Dolly Parton episode of Song Exploder, would you listen? 
Okay, let me tell you why I think Dolly Parton would be great on Song Exploder. First of all, what a great musician, everybody. <laughs> Second of all, that like that is a woman with a personality. Like she would she would come in and you would be compelled to listen to her. Whereas like I don't necessarily feel that for some of these characters who are like you know, like great songwriters, but just don't necessarily have, have the ability story. to like weave a beautiful story. Before we get to the question of subscribing, it's that time again. <laughs> also, shout out to my sister who accidentally called this segment Balderpash the other day. I love it. Okay, you know how this works. I give you the name of a podcast and you have to tell me what it's all about. Okay, this week's Balder Pod is called Reaching for the Moon. Aw, what was that quote, Al? Shoot for the moon and even if, if you, you miss, you land, land amongst the stars. the stars. It's it's an entrepreneurial podcast. It's about business. It's for small business owners. I think it's about positive mindset. Like it's just like one of those like sort of ethereal mindset podcasts. Meditation. About. Okay, I'm going to stop you there and say <laughs> it is not a self-help podcast. What's it called oh. again? Lady Times? Is that what you're thinking? Oh no, I was thinking of Druids, but Lady Times is a much oh, better Druids. choice. Or the pa- for the pagans. It's that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's for the pagans. <laughs> I, reckon, I reckon it's a um, yeah, what's happening weekly. Full moon time. You guys know your pod. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Everglades yeah. Moon Local Council, representing the Florida chapter of Covenant of the Goddess, oh. a national organization of Wiccans and <gasps> witches. Yes, it's not, not about Lady Times. Ollie, have you listened to any episodes? No. Don't break with tradition. So I think I know the answer to this question already. Ollie, would you subscribe? Yeah, I'm back. Um, Looking forward to the episodes each week and going through the back catalogue. Nice one. Me too. Alice, would you subscribe? Um, Probably not, but I respect other people's right to. that thanks for joining us for another episode of listening ahead if you enjoyed it please jump on itunes or your favorite podcast app and leave us a rating or even better a review we're also almost constantly on twitter instagram or facebook we're listening ahead on all three and we love to hear your tips and recommendations so keep them coming next time on listening ahead each episode of listening ahead is written and produced by pod goals we're Tony Wall, Alice Hamilton, Oliver Monch, and Alex Bailey Charteris. Our theme music is from Ladyback, with thanks to and grabs from Song Exploder. <laughs> <laughs>